I can tell you that with the government printing all this money, which it's been doing for a long time, inflation is going to be coming. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I wanna welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Let's talk about types of risk. You know, we, we all know that uh, there are various types of risk out there, and a lot of people have no idea what kind of risk they have in their portfolio. Explain how this particular kind of risk manifests itself and describe how you help people guard against it. There's, first of all, market risk. Talk about that if, for a moment, if you would, Mark. Well, market risk is what most people would consider. So typically it's stock market risk. So if you're in the stock market, you have a risk of losing principal. You know, what goes up must go down. If, you know, greater the risk, the greater the return. But you do have market risk. And so meaning if the market goes down 10% and you're in a stock that tracks the market, you might go down 10%. Doesn't mean it can stay down. It might come back up. But, you know, understanding what that risk is. Typically, uh, you know, your smaller stocks have more are more volatile, can you have more potential of loss, but also could have more potential of gain versus a large cap stock, which would have less market risk than what a small cap stock would have, but it also would have lower projected returns. So it's understanding what those risks are. And this is something that when somebody's helping you build the right portfolio for you, understanding the different market risks and, and a lot of these risks we like to diversify so you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket, holding just all large cap stocks. We might have some small cap stocks. We might have some value versus growth. We might have some international, developed markets, et cetera. So building the right mix to understand that. So a lot of these risks, which don't go away, can be diversified to be minimized. Mark, how about um, interest rate risk? So interest rate risk is going to depend on if you own bonds. This also can affect money markets as well. So if, if interest rates go up, your bond is worth less. So for as an example, let's say you bought a bond that's paying 3%. And let's say interest rates at that time were say 2%. Well, if for interest rates go up to 4% on that same bond, your bond is worth less because you bought it at 3%. But let's say the reverse happens. Let's say, and we saw this last year, let's say your bond is at 3% now is selling at 2%. Now your 3% bond is worth more. So it's gonna, it's gonna fluctuate. So interest rate risk is going to uh, fluctuate what's in your bonds, whether that be individual bonds, whether it be uh, even money market rates are, are affected by it, whether it be mutual funds or exchange traded uh, bond funds, et cetera, are all going to be susceptible to interest rate risk. Okay, Mark, uh, we've talked about market risk and interest rate risk. How about inflation risk? Well, inflation risk is is inflation. So, you know, whatever number you're using, you know, if it's the government, they're probably telling you it's somewhere between one or 2% is what the inflation rate is. You know, in our planning, in our practice, we use a rate of 3%. I can tell you that with the government printing all this money, which it's been doing for a long time, inflation is going to be coming. It's a lot higher than what the government's telling you that it is. I think 3% is a good number to use, but I think going forward, we might see that number jump significantly, maybe even to four or 5%, which is extreme. But inflation is the cost of things. So if you go to the store and you buy your milk, your eggs, your bread, whatever it might be, if you look at it, what you paid for it a year ago versus what you paid for it today, you'll notice that there's a difference. And so that's what inflation is. The cost of something has gone up over time. You know, a good good example is stamps. You know, look at stamps used to cost versus what they cost now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's inflation risk. Next on my list here, types of risk. 
and uh, you know it's something that can really that can really jump up and bite you if you're not prepared for it. Describe how you can help people guard against healthcare risk. Well, healthcare risk is an interesting one because you know we know that healthcare costs are going up. Healthcare inflation is a lot higher. I said I use three percent in, in our projections for our financial planning, but when we talk healthcare, that number can be anywhere from five to seven percent because you know what's going on with healthcare in this country is a total mess. I think everybody, no matter what side you're on, would agree with that. And so, understanding what those costs are, what's covered by insurance, what may not be covered, you know, and that's a that's a moving target as well. What's covered one day versus what's covered next, depending on what your plan covers. But even you know, getting into such things as long term care, what's what does it cost you know to stay? I know in Tucson here, the average cost for a semi private room is around a hundred dollars a day in Tucson. So you know that number is not going to go lower; it's only going higher. And so understanding that and being prepared for it, how you're going to pay for it, whether, you know, as I've said before, whether you're, you know, self-insuring or you have a long-term care policy or you're doing some type of what, in my opinion, the probably one of the best options is doing some type of life insurance. It's a hybrid policy that has a rider that covers long-term care expenses can make a lot of sense as a good way to leverage those costs. So understanding what the healthcare risk is and, and those sorts of things is important. And uh, the final one I wanted to ask you about here is longevity risk. I mean, you know, we we may have some vague idea of how long we're going to live, but nobody really knows. You know, some of that may be based on heredity and, uh, you know, how other people live, how long they live in your family, but you can never be sure. Right. It's a it's a catch-22, right? You know, living a long time is great, but then you also have to pay for it. Yeah. So yes, we are living longer, but we also have to pay for that. So somebody, you know, maybe we retired and, you know, if you think about it, somebody retires at, at say 60 and their life expectancy say is 90, that's 30 years of retirement that you have to pay for. So they may have as much years in retirement as they had in their working career, which is great. However, you've got to pay for it. So you have to make those assets that you saved up over your working years, pay for your retirement years. And a lot of that, you know, in the beginning, is typically going to be used doing hopefully things that you enjoy. And then the latter part is unfortunately probably going to be paying for things you don't enjoy like healthcare, et cetera. So understanding the longevity risk is what that is, is making sure you're not going to outlive your money. That's the easiest way to describe that. Well, I know that there are folks out there who are going to make a phone call uh, because they would love very much that uh, 15 to 20 minute introductory phone call. Really interesting that you offer that, Mark. It's a great opportunity for folks to get to know you a little bit, to get some basic answers to some of their questions before they come in. And uh, that's how it works. I'm going to give out the number in just a moment here. But what kind of things do you talk about when you get someone on the phone for one of those introductions? This is the first time you've heard me or you've heard me in years past. If anything I've said resonates with you, makes sense. This is this is the opportunity to have a conversation with me so we can determine. I'm going to talk about my firm, myself, my philosophy, answer any questions that you may have, get a little insight of what your situation looks like, what it is you're trying to accomplish, and seeing if we're a good fit. If we are, what we'll move on to is what we call a get acquainted meeting, which is done here in the office. And then we can move past that and then get into, into more details. I will provide you all the information information that you need to make an educated decision if we're the right firm to work with, if I'm the right advisor that you want to work with. But we provide all that up front so you know what you're getting into up front. We're fully transparent, etc. So this is that opportunity to, to really get to know us. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. 
For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman and Associates Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman and Associates, an affiliated company.